calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This ghostly account, Story Club members, might make you stay out of foggy marshes. It's one I call Return of the Black Lantern. Reginald Black is just a story. My friend Poppy Clark said, Simply a stupid ghost story. I had to disagree with her. After all, Brian Jensen and Jesse Phillips were two people who vanished out in these foggy marshes. Their friend, Lois Cook, claimed that they were taken away by the ghost of Reginald Black, who was slinging his lantern in the marshy mist, always searching for victims. Grow up, Poppy said. These marshes are obviously dangerous. That's why you're supposed to stay on the trail and never walk alone. Only stupid people take risks like that. So, as the story goes, about 200 years ago, a traveler named Reginald Black was wandering out here in the fence, which is a boggy marshland. An evening fog had settled in, and so he lit his lantern to see better. He'd fallen into the swampy muck and couldn't get out. Apparently, he screamed for hours, but nobody came to his aid until it was too late. Now, on certain foggy nights in the autumn months, the unmistakable oil lantern of Reginald Black is sometimes reported being seen in the mist. He leads weary travelers to their doom. They think that this phantom stranger is helping pilot them through the swamp, but he's really luring them into it. People have gone missing here over the decades. Like I said, that's how the story goes. But the disappearance of Brian Jensen and Jesse Phillips had me convinced that it was more than just a story. Their friend Lois Cook was terrified about what had happened. She still couldn't talk about it. Haven't we walked far enough, Poppy? It's starting to get dark. I want to go back. Oh my gosh, we've only walked one and a half kilometers. I want to do at least eight. We got started too late, though. Let's turn around, please. We'll do 8Ks tomorrow. Get an early start. I'll even supply the energy drinks. What do you say? 
don't be such a lamerella. What, are you worried if you don't return back to the village in time, you're gonna turn into a pumpkin? Did you really just come up with lamerella and call me that? Ah, uh, fine. Let's hit the two-kilometer mark, turn around, and go back. But you owe me 8Ks tomorrow. No excuses. And yeah, you provide the energy drinks. My flavor preferences are blue raspberry and blood orange. I agreed to Poppy's terms, and then I started walking faster. The sooner begun, the sooner done, right? And I was ready to be done with this walk. As I was walking along the trail, though, I noticed that a fog had started to roll in. I once read this cute little poem in school about creeping fog coming in on little cat's feet. And this had sort of done the same thing. One moment it was clear, and the next moment it's there. Now, anyone who knows anything about atmospheric changes, and I do since I pay attention in science class, is that there's a chill in the October air. Fog appears when water vapors condense. Well, the condensation of vaporing water happened pretty quickly. I was peering down at my sneakers, which I didn't want to get dirty, muddy, or soggy in the surrounding muck. And I noticed my feet slowly started to vanish. Um, Poppy, this fog is getting as thick as whipped cream, I said. Stop it, Poppy said. You're making me hungry. And relax, this is the fens. They tend to get foggy. It's just water molecules in the air. It's not going to harm you. I'm not worried about the fog, per se. I'm more worried about what's in the fog. Only us pedestrians, Poppy said. And then I noticed it. Hey, did you see that light up ahead? No. Well, I did. It was there one second and then gone the next. Like a lightning flash? A camera flash? No, more like somebody had flipped the light switch on for a millisecond and then switched it back off. The light appeared again except closer, and off to our left this time. There it is again, I pointed. Um, I don't see anything. If this is your plot to cut out of our walk early, it's not a plot, I just really have a bad feeling. And I did. Chills were running up the back of my arms and legs, and it wasn't from the autumn bite in the air. It was my body being on high alert. Something was off. I felt like we were not only not alone, but also being watched. And what's more, possibly judged by something not nice. Where are you going? Poppy asked. I've had enough. I'm turning around. Fine then, go. Poppy, it's dangerous for you to be out here by yourself. You even told me that. And it's hard to see anything now anyway. And I was right. It was so foggy, I could only see about as far as my hand in front of my face. It's like the entire world had been swallowed up by a damp, swirling fog. I felt claustrophobic, shut in, and I couldn't breathe. As I started walking back, I heard Poppy screaming in the fog. My first thought was anger that she was messing with me, but when she screamed again, I knew she was in trouble. My next thought was to run and leave her behind, save myself from whatever was in that fog. But what kind of friend would do that? I turned and ran back. Poppy? Poppy? I saw a light in the deep mist. I didn't want to run toward it, but I knew I had to. Then I reached the spot where Poppy once was. The only thing that was there was an old oil lantern about 200 years old, still burning. It was rusty. I started to reach for it, but as I did, an impossibly long arm in a dark suit with a pale, crooked hand that was gnarled like a dead spider grabbed the lamp and pulled it back into the fog. 
Totally not wanting to see what was attached to that appendage, I ran the other way, slipping, falling, and slipping again until I was back in the village. My heart was beating out of my chest, and I was glad I was still alive, but I don't think I could say the same thing about Poppy. Poor Poppy. <sighs> yep, poor Poppy indeed. Like Brian Jensen and Jesse Phillips before her, Poppy Clark was never found. It was believed that she slipped into the marsh and drowned, but that didn't explain the lantern, or the one who it belonged to. Another tragic tale of someone not taking precautions while in the realm of the spirits, and this one, Reginald Black, one of the most sinister. I haven't the foggiest idea where he is, but he's out there, mystifying. <laughs> Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.